What's up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horde, and this is this is pro wrestling, or this is the NWA. Either way, it's the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and tradition of today, especially on this special day, the greatest promotion in the history of professional wrestling. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and I am not alone. Nay, I am joined because. I need them more than ever today. I am joined by this is Will Martin. Hey, Will. What's going on? And this is Dr. Stitson. Hey, Doc. Good evening, everybody. Excuse the uh, the voice here. <laughs> yeah. I am from the, boys the are weird. throes of death. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. I We're here. <laughs> we're here. And uh, that's, that was a quote from Moby Dick, by the way, if anybody doesn't mm. know that. Because I'm Doc's not the only educated one. I, I too, am very smart. Thank you. Um, anyway, so we are so happy to be here with you. It's been so long. I feel like we've missed our hashtag NWA fam, our hashtag wrestle fam. It's been a while. But the reason that everything has been going the way it has been is because we've been busy. We've been very busy behind the scenes doing lots of stuff behind the scenes. One of the things we've been doing behind the scenes is we were behind the scenes at NWA power this past weekend. We were at uh, the pay-per-view back for the attack. All three of us got to be at that one. And then uh, unfortunately we'll could be with us at power, but Rob and I were at the power taping. So hashtag ask me anything. Uh, we'll tell you, uh, we'll break down all the storylines, everything you're going to see on power. No, I'm just kidding. We're not spoiling anything. <laughs> you're not getting it. Not from us. You naughty dogs. No, no but we guys. will tell you how <laughs> we'll tell you how much fun we have, but especially also today, we've got a big special announcement to make officially at the end of this episode and uh, lots of fun stuff to talk about, including a complete review of the first episode of the return episode 22 of NWA power. But I guess I'll stop talking for a minute, especially because I can't keep doing this forever. Will, how the <laughs> hell have you been? Are you doing okay? I'm doing good, man, but I, I've been at home for the past couple of days and uh, working and taking care of stuff. And you guys have been uh, out there creating the fake crowd noise as some people on uh, Twitter seem to think that it was piped in crowd noise. Uh, we can confirm that it was real and uh, Gary and Rob's voice can prove that. So all of the crowd noise you hear on Back for the Attack and Power, it's real. And uh, it, it was a great time. I had a great time Sunday night at the pay-per-view. It was awesome. I hate that we didn't get to go live. It just, it was hectic. We were at the studio till late in the evening and I had to drive home. So we just couldn't swing it. So sorry, we, we left everyone hanging. But uh, trust me, a lot of good stuff is in the works. So uh, it was a busy week with the tapings and everything going on, but we are back and we are your go-to source for NWA news and coverage. I hope you guys are excited. The, the vibe in our discord has been really exciting. I mean, it's been, it's just been kind of like Christmas day. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we've been talking about other wrestling promotions for months and months, but it's just like, man, it's been buzzing. The past few days just talking about back for the attack talking about the the surprise roster members that we've uh, learned about and all that kind of stuff so it's it's just buzzing man the nwa fam is 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 a fun place to be right now 
I agree. And, and, and so you being outside of it, you, you've watched the episode. I assume you watched it live. Um, has the feedback been good so far from what you've seen? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's been great. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm, I, you know, unfortunately I don't spend a whole lot of time on Twitter anymore. Cause I'm sure you guys know, it just kind of became a kind of a toxic place for um, just opinions and bullying and all kind of stuff, but that's why I love our discord. So if you're not a part of our discord, make sure you check out our pin tweet. Um, it's kind of ironic for me to point you to Twitter so that you can get off Twitter and join our discord, but um, a lot of great conversations. So I was mainly, you know, hopping in the discord and, and watching the reaction from everyone. And it was positive, man. I mean, people were excited. Um, people were, were loving some of the debuts and some of the storylines that I'm sure we're going to get into in a minute, but you know, it's the kind of overwhelming response is just this kind of big, like sigh of relief. Like the world is right again. You know what I mean? We've spent a year, the better part of a year, you know, trying to divert our attention elsewhere and, and just absorb any wrestling we could when truly in, in the depths of our heart, we're all NWA fam. And it was just like, there was a void that now is being filled. And so it's, it's, it's just been cool. It's been really encouraging, very positive. Love it. I love hearing the positivity and you're right. Our discord's a great place. If you want real positive interaction with fellow wrestling fans, um, Rob, I, uh, I, I'm glad to see you here. I'm surprised you have any energy at all. <laughs> Guys, we were out so late on the last <laughs> night of tapings, and then I tried to drive home. This is what happened to me. I drove home, and halfway home from Atlanta, I just my body started shutting down. I thought I was going to die on Interstate 85. Like I could not function anymore. So I pulled off, and to this very moment, I don't know where the hell I was. I don't know what town this was. I went to four different hotels. All of them were booked. And I was like, I just have to stay somewhere. <clears throat> and uh, I've got to look at my bank statement. I still don't know how much I paid finally at the Scottish Inn, which was under renovation. Could have been a serial killer behind the counter. I don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> and, uh, didn't care probably at that point. I did. He was like, are you looking for a room? I was like, I just need to lay down. He's like, all right, well, I think I got it. I was like, I don't care. Just, just give me the place to sleep. And I literally just went he was and collapsed like, on the he, bed. He was like, okay, how many hours do you need it for? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, so that, but it was all worth it because we had a hell of a time. The people at the NWA were fantastic. And let me tell you what, they are busting their butts behind the scenes. They're trying to make a product that you guys will all be proud of, that you guys will be excited to see and that will make it have been worth the wait for you. Um, Every, I mean, no matter what you think or hear or see later on, I can tell you firsthand from experience, being there, being on the set, being in the back, seeing these guys and gals that are running around there, every single wrestler loves what they're doing and they are trying their hardest to make the best possible show they can. So I hope you guys are subscribed on fight TV to make this all worth it for the national wrestling Alliance, because I promise you they care they want to put on an excellent performance for all of you. Yeah. I think they understand uh, the, the singular importance uh, of what they're doing there. And I mean, you got the staff is amazing, man. The, 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 the people that run the NWA backstage, I'm talking about Patrick Kenny, uh, Billy Trask, Sherry Shaw, uh, Bill Barron's, um, 
uh, Rick Michaels is doing, who's back there doing uh, uh, uniform work, May Valentine, Joe Galley. T- I mean, it's just like these people care. They're invested. And, and another thing, too, is like, it's, I think it, we were kind of taken back at how much they appreciated us and this community, the hashtag to be a fan. Many, many, many people mentioned you guys specifically and the, the yeoman's work that we were doing, trying to keep the name of the NWA fresh. And I mean, we knew it was coming back and the NWA again has been through, has been through global, you know, world wars and pandemics and, and everything. And, uh, we knew that it was just a matter of time, but they, they saw this, they were aware of this. they, chime in on this even if they weren't always maybe active in chatter or, or that kind of thing they're aware that we have created a, a, a base and that there's a groundswell of support for really what is the most important wrestling promotion out there um and and everybody when they i'm telling you guys and you guys saw the pay-per-view you saw episode one of power or episode 22 uh, season four episode one you can understand like how serious they're taking this like they are really committed to this being what sets the tone of debate and discussion in, in, in the world of professional wrestling because there there is one essential factor. When, you, when you're talking about pro wrestling, there's one essential factor, period, and that is the NWA. Whatever the NWA is doing, that's setting the bar for what's the most important thing in the world. And they understand that. They appreciated us. They were They were really generous to us embraced us and you know, we love them and, and are happy to be a part of, 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 of this, uh, the rollout of power. It's amazing. Uh, I got a note from one of our producers already that we sound like we gargled with battery acid. So thank you for that. <laughs> and, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what they did after I left. I don't know. I was getting obscure <laughs> text messages at all hours of the night. So, well, yeah. uh, so uh, I just know that, I just know that Rob, I just know that Rob called me at, at like six o'clock this morning and I knew it was serious. And, uh, he the, the gist of the phone call was basically hope Gary's all right because I hadn't heard from him since about 2 a.m. And I was like, cool. All right. Well, we'll pray for him. <laughs> I, I woke up to like Rob called multiple times this morning and I didn't answer it because uh, I was right. asleep. No, he stopped. And it was I finally was, when my was wife really... was calling me. <laughs> my wife was like, Man, I we... need to know that you're alive. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Look, look, sorry, look. If you, for, for those of you like front row and all that who've been to GPB, it's it's a fantastic venue, man. But there's this huge parking deck. And after after the tapings last night, Gary and I were really trying to do some work, do some groundwork. We had our notebooks out and stuff like that. We were trying to kind of lay out the week and what, what we really needed to do. We've left some work uh, by the wayside. I've let TikTok go for a couple of days. I got to get back on that. But we sat there and talked. By the time we got out of there, I mean, we were approaching midnight. And I, you know, Gary was, look, man, Gary's good. But he ain't Stinson, okay? He's he, he can't hang, <laughs> and 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 he, uh, I was really concerned. People. I was like, I was like, I was like, Gary, Gary, I, I we're gonna stay here tonight, man. Whatever, I'll call him. Whatever, we're not going nowhere. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm ready to get home. I'm gonna see Jennifer and this and that. So we stay. You know, we were talking and all that, and and about I don't know about two a.m. I just lost all traces of Gary. And so I'm like, man, Gary. <laughs> we, <laughs> The bearded trio, <laughs> the bearded trio lost Gary, but finally about Ooh. I don't know about nine o'clock he finally called me and said, "Man, I'm good, bro. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad this is just a couple, you know, every every couple of months." Uh, yeah, man, it's um, yeah, Stinson and I would not survive a week together. I mean, we would be, we would for sure. Be <laughs> 
That guy can go uh, like man. nobody's business. Don't let the gray of that beard fool you. Like that man, he he is the Ric Flair no of podcasting. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So let's jump into a power review. Let's talk about this first episode. Uh, we could tell our thoughts here and see what you guys in the chat thought. By the way, grateful for every single one of you that are here right now. And uh, especially for what we get to tell you about at the end of this show. Uh, it, it's all made possible by folks like you. And so we are very, very thankful for that. And uh, another thing I'm thankful for right now, if I could just say, uh, I saw in the chat, People are like, so no whiskey, Gary. Well, maybe, maybe whiskey, Gary, but it's going to be <laughs> really weird because I'm also at Ricola in my mouth. <laughs> whiskey and uh, whiskey yeah. and these cough drops are not, they're not going to go well together. And I'll tell you what else doesn't go well with it, but works like a charm. And this is probably a bad idea that I'm doing this right now, but I'm also in this Advocare thermos. I have, um, I have Legacy Sports Nutrition's uh, very own. It is their uh, high performance. It's their, it's their pre-workout. I'm trying to think of the name of it off the top of my head, so I failed already with the sponsorship here. But um, if you guys haven't checked out Legacy Sports Nutrition, it's Nick Aldis's personal brand, sports nutrition brand, and all of their stuff is amazing. Um, as far as, like, they, they've got testosterone supplements if you want to maximize uh, your like if you've been feeling a loss of motivation, energy, sex drive, all of those things that happen to guys like us as we get older, you get softer around the middle. Um, sometimes your testosterone levels start to drop. So they've got this uh, stuff called Test X9, which is outstanding, and you can even stack that with their T assist, which is also awesome. Um, if you're already working out regularly, they've got a, a, a thing called Recovery PM, which is just outstanding, just like makes you not feel like a piece of crap when you wake up the next morning. Uh, all of this stuff is very helpful, but I must say that right now I'm just enjoying the extra energy that I'm getting and getting able, being able to get through this show with uh, this stuff right now that I'm drinking. And I would would like to say that you can go there right now. It's Legacy Sups dot com and right now if you go there and you use the code nwa fam you get 10 percent off the entire order courtesy of us here at uh your your hashtag nwa fam this is pro wrestling uh that champ was nice enough to set us up with that code and so anybody in the hashtag nwa fam just type in nwa fam 10 percent off for you and it's all amazing stuff so if you're ready to get back on track and leave a, lead a healthier lifestyle after you've been on the road with Doc Stinson, uh, I, I recommend <laughs> if you feel like you need to be like super clean and healthy for about a year to recover from one week with Doc, then, uh, then this is the place to go. This will get you started on that journey. All right, fellas, let's jump into talking about NWA Power. I see you front row. You're asking about the pay-per-view review. And I guess we probably should do an episode on that at some point and actually get that down. It's just we we got like a little further away from it and powers the talk of the town right this second. Back for the attack was amazing. It was amazing to get to be there live. Um, but we've only got an hour here today. So I think we're just going to stick with power for, for this time around, if that's okay with you guys. All right. So go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just agreeing. Oh, I was being well, agreeable. <laughs> I, certainly, I certainly didn't want to cut off uh, that. So, just anytime Will wants to agree with me, I You're right, Gary. 
Fine. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Well, let me just say first off, an NWA Power episode 22, perhaps the greatest thing that could have ever happened, happened. And that was it began with the song Into the Fire, as announced on our show officially for the first time. Into the Fire is back as the theme song. And I know so many of you are very happy that uh, Mr. Corgan agreed to that and brought back the docking for the intro. And uh, so already immediately when I got home, because I didn't get that in the studio, when I got home to actually sit down and watch the episode, I got chills, man. I get chills just tearing into the fire. Come on. I, I don't know if that was the same for you guys, but that blew my mind. Oh, yeah, it was for me. And I mean, I've talked about this um, a lot in, in the past few months as we've kind of, you know, geared up for this return. But like it it was particularly uh, important for me because this was the first new episode of Power since I've been part of the NWA fam. I just went back and binged all the old episodes that you guys had already seen and talked about. Um, so kind of when I heard that song, it all just became real to me. I'm like, dude, I'm about to see a new episode of NWA power, you know, and it was just, it, you know, I just had that rush of, uh, you know, serotonin of just like, Oh, this is what, this is what I live for. You know, this is awesome. So that song was the perfect way to do it. No, no shade on Pantera. Um, that served its purpose for a season, but you know, that into the fire, that's, that's the only way to, to, to get your mind right for an episode of NWA power. Totally agree. And when the show first comes on, we get introduced to our brand new commentary team. It is Joe Galley. Uh, we'll always think it's, we're nothing if not if we have no Joe Galley, I think. And uh, Tim Storm's joining Joe again and introducing Velvet Sky. How about that? Did you see that coming, Will? I did not. No, um, that was uh, a pleasant surprise. I thought the commentary team was fantastic. Uh, Tim Storm on color commentary is great. He just has a, a gravitas of a guy that, you know, is an NWA legend, a former uh, world's champion and um, just has the insight that that's needed. So it's a it's a really, um, I guess, stable um, if you could say that broadcast team, cause they're just all, they're all solid. Uh, Velvet Sky, I thought she did great. Um, and you know, I love hearing her insight. I, I, I personally love having a female in the booth. I think it gives it, um, you know, a good, well-rounded, uh, view. We talked a lot about that when we were covering primetime live. Um, and so I, I really like it. I like the direction they're going. And of course, Joe Galley, I mean, he's the voice of the NWA. It, it, it's not the NWA right now without Joe Galley. So, uh, he brought his a game like he always does. And, um, yeah, I thought commentary was great. It's yeah, uh, it's Velvet Sky was a. Go ahead, Rob. Sorry, uh, I was gonna. Velvet Sky was a, a treat, man. It was great. She fantastic. Of course, Joe, like like Will saying, Joe is is one of the constants. Uh, he's been there since the beginning, and uh, in some capacity, and he just just great, great commentary. But then Tim Storm, man, the the subject matter expert. I mean, what can you not say that's positive about? Tim? I mean, Tim Storm. Like you said, Will, he brings it, man. He's in the know. This is guy, the uh, former NWA World's champion. Uh, he knows uh, the ins and outs of everything that's going on in there. And his his voice, man, he's got like, if you think Gary's got a good radio voice, Tim Storm has got such a soothing voice. <laughs> I can listen to him all day. 
Yeah. I, man, I, I can't help. Tim Storm is the best dude. Like he really is. Everything you see right there. I mean, he hung out with us and talked with us and just, just a nice, it's just comforting to be around Tim Storm. What interviewers should make big, big uh, wrestling buddies of Tim Storm. So you can just see. <laughs> <laughs> your, just wife, your wife, your wife. Your wife would, would have to kick him out of the bed if if that was the case. Gary would be sleeping with, with <laughs> Tim Storm in the middle, cuddling up with him. Oh, anyway, we'll we'll be a pitch of that product to the NWA office. But yeah, I, I hope I hope we get more Tim Storm in the ring. We didn't get him at the pay-per-view. We didn't get him on this first episode. Uh, but uh I think I think we're gonna see more of that. But Tim Storm, you can't deny it, man. Uh, they wanted him going commentary for a reason. The guy has a talent there as well. And that's good. That's good too, especially once he, if he ever is finally hanging up the boots. I mean, he's got another job right there waiting on him. So I, I love hearing yeah. his his opinion. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about Strictly Business is at the podium right after this. And Latimer, Tom Latimer is fired up. He is PO'd with the Pope. And he wants a rematch. That match with the time limit at back for the attack and man it might have it's arguably it was match of the night you know for for a lot of people i think it was and these guys got cut off by the time and you can see latimer is very frustrated here he wants the pope back in that ring uh he barely even get what he's saying the guy's so bad and kyle turns to camille camille cocky as ever strictly business not making any friends here right off the bat. Welcome back. It was good to see Nick Aldis' promo on back for the attack. It warmed your heart, welcomed you back into the NWA, and now things are really back rolling because Strictly Business is here being very arrogant. They're pompous. And, um, come, they're not being you know. No, come on now. Got, Gary, oh, boy. they're not being arrogant, dude. <laughs> they're, 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 there's nothing that they said that wasn't facts. I don't care. Maybe you didn't like the tone. They went out there and, and, and told facts. Now, I'm going to tell you who's not telling facts and that is Kyle Davis, who's trying to shortchange a champ of his days. You know, you saw it at the pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. But they came out he there. Tried, nah, he, he tried to use a calculator I mean, and everything, Rob. Just, just count that. He's not counting. He's not counting October 21st, and he's forgetting leap year or something. I don't know. But today is 800 and what? Uh, oh, God. You're supposed to know. Oh, oh what? What? Oh, what? Listen. What? Who is you this? Know, you know, Rob Party. Today is eight hundred. No, it looked like Gary was about to say something. Today is eight hundred and eighty-six. Go count the calendar days. That's a fact. There's no if, ands, buts about it. But and but but Tom didn't say anything wrong. He's right. He if 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 you had six minutes and six seconds, the championship would have been his. He was on fire. He had every right to be. Camille didn't say anything wrong. She came out there, number one contender. She is going to lay waste to Serena Deeb, and of course the champ. Everything he said was right. You can't muzzle or you can't put a saddle on a Mustang when you're trying to rein in uh, Tom Latimer. These guys are strictly business. They are, I mean, they're the, not to, no pun intended, they are the top stable in the game. They're going to have all the hardware, their will, and their way. Nothing they said was wrong. Nothing they said was arrogant. It was just factual. All right. Well, I will say that uh, – <laughs> You know, I, I, that's debatable. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but the uh, the thing is, is that Nick does manage to bring Tom down to, uh, I believe he calls it a low boil, 
uh, because they do have to get ready for a six-man that they announced. Main event is going to include all of the champs, uh, aside from the women's champ who's still out with an injury. But uh, all of the champs are going to be there, but they don't know who is going to join to team with Strictly Business since they're missing a third man. If it's not going to be Camille, who's it going to be? That's the big question going into the main event uh, that you're going to be asking for the rest of the show. So now next up, you've got Camille having a match against the debuting Hold on, man. Alex. Wait, you going to skip right over the land, the, the line of the night? Oh, I'm sorry. Go, when, please. When, when, when Aldous comes in there and says, hey, I may be an animal in the weight room. I may be an animal in the bedroom, but I'm also an animal in the boardroom. And then he plugs that fight TV contract, man, worth that millions and millions of dollars. Dude, that was that's the line of the night, bro. <laughs> I mean, that, I can't believe that's why I'm here, man. That out, Rob. Yeah. No, it, we, knew, we knew Rob would pop for that one. Three-man boots don't work everywhere, but they work for us, and uh, hopefully they'll work for Tim Storm, Velvet Sky, and Joe Galley. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see. At least we've learned to work with each other. We're getting our timing back, but uh, you know we're we're good for it. We just stick with us. <laughs> All right. So now Camille is in the ring. She has a matchup. She's going up against the debuting Alex Gracia. If you don't know Alex Gracia, let me tell you, she's one to keep your eyes on. I love Alex Gracia. She's all over AEW, Mission Pro Wrestling, just all over the world in general, this girl is. She's from Texas, and uh, she's also known as the Pink Dream. Uh, she's only five foot one, but like Brett the Hitman Hart, don't let the color fool you. She could brawl with the best of them, and she proved that tonight. Unfortunately for her, she drew, she pulled Camille's number, uh, and, uh, you know, as you know from watching NWA Power ever since Camille debuted, nobody puts Camille down. So uh, Alex fights valiantly here, does well at first, but then Camille just starts laying in these heavy blows and she can't she can't get up from those. A torture rack just into a slab that just was brutal Ooh. and uh, sizes her up for a couple of spears. I couldn't even I didn't even catch exactly where it happened, but Gracia at one point got that nose busted up. She's tough, mm. but unfortunately, it's just she wasn't enough for this one. Camille takes the win over Alex Gracia on her debut. Any thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, the, you mentioned it, but the 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 part that stuck out to me was that torture rack into a slam. I mean, that was brutal, and and I I couldn't pinpoint exactly when uh, Gracia got busted open either, but I know at one point Camille threw her into the corner. I think she entered the turnbuckle face first. And that could have been where she busted her nose, but she just crumpled to the ground. So, I mean, she came out and came out swinging. You got to respect that from Alex Gracia. But, um, yeah, I mean, Camille's just too strong. And and she, her, you know, uh, <laughs> a classic heel tactic uh, that I really like. Um, and I love to see stuff like this. And the NWA does it. I don't see it anywhere else. But, um, you know, Camille, Camille could have pinned her like four different times and didn't. She wanted to keep going. And uh, that just speaks to Camille's restraint, her uh, her power, her, her uh, ability. Um, so after two spears, she finally decided to uh, cover and get the pin. So it was it was it was a brutal match, and uh, but I thought it was a great way to start off as the first match of of episode twenty two of Power. I think the sky is the limit for Alex Gracia. She's been in the business now for what three years, something like that, Gary. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, you can't if you're John Camille. If I'm if I'm the girl back there, 
wondering who I got tonight, and I see it's Camille, I'm probably just leaving. <laughs> I'm probably just going to leave and save it for another day. So, yeah, I don't think we've seen the last of Alex Gracia. She's going to have to pull herself back up and and come back. But she's like I said, she's tough. She'll be back. We'll see more Alex Gracia, and uh, hopefully. By the time she gets Camille the next time, hopefully she'll be she'll be ready for her. We'll see. Uh, Camille's pretty unstoppable at this point. It seems like. Uh, next up, you got uh, we got that tackle football commercial. I was just going to point this out. I, yeah, I thought was... that was a YouTube thing, and I guess not because it's Hero Fight TV too. The uh, tackle uh, tackle under four no tack or flag under fourteen. That's what it is. Tackle can wait. Just like the old true love can wait thing. Remember those? Anyway, this is interesting. It's the image of all of those kids taking off their helmets, and there's just like these a bunch of like eleven year olds standing around smoking cigarettes. That just I don't know. It may, it, yeah, made it's me just interesting. It. I was gonna say oh, it makes what? me laugh every time, but I don't want to be. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. It's so nostalgic because you know I'm I'm, I'm a high school administrator. Kids just. Kids don't smoke cigarettes anymore, man. That's vapes and stuff like that. That's the big thing. And and it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. But it's like I'm liking. It's like, man, what is what is that? What is this anecdote here? <laughs> no, I'm not. I haven't seen a cigarette in like five years, man. Yeah, but you teach high school, Rob. I mean, you haven't seen what elementary school's like lately. You know, your daughter's probably True. out there behind the. You know, she she gets you that your mouth. You hush your. She takes that lunch break and she's just like fired up, like in the back, just like, oh man, oh my god. Social studies was a real pain. (laughs) It sounds like I smoke six packs a day right now. So I I got (laughs) there. Anyway, all right. Well, Pope is out and he's looking to fly as ever, as they say. Pope is pimping. He's got his TV title. He's looking good, and I tell you what, man, if there's one man I'm fired up about this season on NWA Power, it is the dang Pope. This guy looks like a million bucks, and he just brings it every single time he gets a mic in front of him. Uh, And this promo is no different. They talk about defending the title, the lucky seven. Pope's got his eyes set on sweet Charlotte. He knows what he's got to do. He wishes things had gone differently with Tom Latimer and it didn't go to that draw, but you know, he's ready for all covers. He is ready to do whatever it takes. And uh, he gets interrupted here though, by Tyrus who is now appears managed by Austin Idol, uh, Idol Sports Management, I guess you would say, and, uh, and Idol Mania, Idol Mania Sports Management. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I would like so to. How announce, are you guys I, feeling about this? I would like to announce I am also managed by Idol. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it was. Uh, it did everything it was supposed to do. It was. It was certainly an, an unwelcome intrusion, uh, but I think it. it gave a cool twist to the promo and to the story. I, you know, I'm not always a huge fan of interrupted promos, um, but I am, there's a couple of things I liked about this. Number one, there, there is a central focus again on championship titles, ultimately the 10 pounds of gold. So whether it's the TV champ, whether it's the national champion, there's a focus because everybody recognizes in the NWA, which which they somehow don't in other promotions, that the pinnacle is the world's championship. 
And so I love that through all these promos, and we saw this in in previous episodes of Power uh, before the pause, but there's just always a focus on the championship. If you're the television champion, that's great, but that just means you're one step closer to Sweet Charlotte. And so I love that that was a central focal point of this. Even when Tyrus came out, Austin Idol is referencing all this and how he helped him. I like how he said probably. He said probably. I, I, I probably helped him. You know, I thought that was right. Funny. Right. He would have um, won the title. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then putting, uh, putting that shine on Tyrus and saying he was going to then turn around and make Tyrus the champ. And if that means he's got to go through Pope, then that's what he's got to do. And uh, they alluded to some history between Tyrus and Pope, which I thought was cool. So uh, ultimately it was, it was cool for storytelling and, um, you know, interested to see what happens. Man, Tyrus has got a. First of all, you're right, Will. I love this. Is one of the things that I love about the NWA and always have is that it always has been and always will be about the ten pounds of gold or the Burke. That's what everything is about. That's what the, that's the whole purpose that the TV title now serves with the lucky seven rule. The national championship is the presumptive number one contender. Everything points and is oriented toward the world championships or the tag team championships. I love that. Let me say this, ma'am. Pope is special. Um, when you look in, in baseball, you guys know me and Will are big baseball fans. Gary, not so much. But when, when you look at baseball, you look at that's not a, that's not a dig on you, Gary. You're just not ready for it yet, man. But you get you get uh, you I get in. <laughs> People talk about baseball players, and they talk about five tool athletes. You know, you got Chris Bryant, you know, uh, Ronaldo Cunha Jr., five tool athletes, skate. They can hit for power. They're fast. They're defensively good. They got all the – you've got a similar metric in wrestling, and we talk about it all the time. And one of those one of those essential metrics or characteristics is being able to, te- to sell yourself and tell a story to make people believe. And I don't know, man. I think, you know, obviously the champ does it. Tom Latimer does it really well. Thunder Rosa cuts a good promo. Who is cutting promos in the world right now like the Pope is? When I when the Pope speaks, it's like now I, I, maybe it was you, Gary, that I was talking to. It might have been you. It might have been uh, one of the other guys back there. But I was like, look, it's like every time Pope gets out there, I want to like start writing things down because I think I'm about to see the great next hard time speech or the great next – oratory moment in wrestling and that's so important to, to this business that that it gets lost in in things i mean you got you go over to these big promotions and and you, you got one or two that stand out and it just gets next thing they're on something else but the pope when he comes out there man he's so good and, and he's so like he gives me chills you know we were back there man when he was out there talking me and gary just looked at ourselves i mean we looked at each other we're like dude this right here is money and then Tyrus and Idol came out. <laughs> We're like, come on, man. You know, no disrespect to Idol. He's a legend. I mean, uh, the whole Idol Mania thing gives me stepbrothers uh, vibes. Was it uh, Prestige International? <laughs> that kind of thing. Right, right, Tyrus's right. Attitude, Tyrus's attitude is just rotten, but he's a big dude, man. He's big. He's huge. I mean, I, I knew he was big, but seeing him in person, that guy is big and mean and scary. Like, he's – there are a couple of people that like that I don't want to even like talk to or even look at. They just scare me. I mean, I'm scared me, but uh, intimidating. Tom Latimer, one of them, with his intensity, and Tyrus is another one. And so when they came out there, it was like it had you see the makings of a big fight. 
a, a yeah, big, yeah, big I fight. totally I know Tyrus is like, you know, a lot of people were curious about what it was going to be like with him being on there. I'm interested to see where the Austin Idol management situation goes and how that plays out. It could be a really good fit. And the, but yeah, I mean, especially seeing him in person, I think you can get that picture even with him behind the podium. Tyrus is a big boy. Like you, 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 you appreciate it when you're in his presence. You're like, my God, this guy is massive. And just uh it's uh it's pretty impressive. But the anyway, uh Pope, yeah. I I mean you you know what I got the vibes of immediately with Pope was that the fact that he even in this promo took it back to the Dusty Rose, Nikita Koloff, like That's just it. the legendary it, uh TV champions. He you, you immediately not only is this guy good in the ring, not only is this guy good on the mic, he's got an appreciation for history. He knows the legacy of the title that he's holding right now. And he brings attention to that. And I, I don't know why, honestly, I don't know why anybody like why everybody doesn't do that because it only makes you bigger. It only makes you more important to emphasize. Do you know where this title has been? And that's one thing I love about the NWA. That's one thing I really appreciate appreciate about the Pope is he was he was drawing that attention to it, and it just made it shine even more under those bright lights. Like just to see him holding that belt, and you stand amongst gods right there. There he is holding mm-hmm. that belt, and, and Man, you're giving me like, chills right now, bro. <laughs> so you're giving you, me chills, literally. Said, you're giving. <clears throat> you yeah. mentioned it, man. Oh. I mean, you mentioned him just also emphasizing. This is the ticket. This is, I know what lucky seven yeah. is my ticket to find Nick Aldis and to get sweet Charlotte. And he, everything about what Pope said about that situation made it all important. Tyrus coming out there. I mean, it only even boosted that just because you're like, well, now I know why somebody wants that belt, why that matters. This is a big deal. People are coming for that title because you got a target on your back. Now this is, this is this is the ticket to the big time. This is legendary status right here. And uh, anyway, I, I could gush about this forever. Can't make the whole show about Pope, but I'm already ready for Nick Aldis versus Pope. I'm just saying. Yep. Like, oh my yep. gosh, are you kidding me? Yep. Are you kidding me? I think yeah, we all are. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm just sitting here in my mind. I'm like, okay, what six people? Because I'm ready for him to just like. Go through all, all six people, you know, on, on these episodes. He can have two matches one night if they want to go ahead and knock that out. I just want to get, yeah, I want to get to Pope and Aldis. I'm ready for that. There you go. And it's like uh, that there's a way too that that lucky seven rule is one of the coolest things. It's one of the coolest things because it's not like, you know, after I get seven, I get a shot at it and maybe I win, maybe I don't. You have to, you exchange, it's like, it's like, a, and I don't want to make a money in the bank reference here, but you have to exchange in the briefcase. You have to cash in the belt. You know what I mean? It's like right. real. So it's it's intense. And this is, gosh, man. Yeah, that's what it it's sounds like. I, I'm not 100% sure they've established exactly. I saw that in the chat with James Lawrence. He was asking that. Does Pope have to forfeit the title to get the world's title? I assume, yeah, that's it. You give up. You Part of having that TV title, it feels like, is like you, at least I feel like it should be, is like, yeah, you put everything on the line to get the 10 pounds of gold. Like, this is yeah. it. Like, um, right. So, well, he, the and TV he even, title was always, he even alluded ahead, to that. Sorry, man. He said, he said that, you know, if he wins six more matches, he will 
he will gladly lay that title down and prepare his waist, his pretty little waist, uh, for Sweet Charlotte. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's the standard, and uh, he's ready for it. You that 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 TV championship is is always been intriguing. The guys like us, like Will, you're, you've always liked the Intercontinental title. It's a fighting man's uh, 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 championship, and that's what the TV title has always been. It's the title that's supposed to be defended every time the fans get a chance to watch. And mm-hmm. uh, and to, to, back in the day, they wouldn't defend it on. There was a big debate about whether it should ever be defended on a pay per view or on a closed circuit type thing. And of course, it obviously does get defended on there. And and but this is the championship that is you know it's it's the fighting man's championship. And why why hold it if it's not to get a, sh- a crack at the at the big belt? You know what I mean? And uh, it's just Pope is Pope is already. Or if it ended right now, he'd already be one of my favorite TV champions. <laughs> you know, right, right. Well, uh, Pope does go over to commentary, and by the way, if we're going to gush on Pope a little bit more, he sounds excellent over there with Tim and Joe at the commentary position as we get into a triple threat for the number one contender for the TV title, and we see M Dog Matt Cross. God bless him. It's so good to see him back. Marche Rocket making his debut, and also Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser. Will was mad at us that we did not tell him Fred Rosser was there. <laughs> well, I just thought, you know, of all the things you guys did share with me uh, in our in our private chat, why, how that one slipped under the radar. And to be honest, it, they kind of like snuck it in on the show, too. I mean, Pope was at the podium, and they were talking to him, and they just casually mentioned, like, oh, these guys in the ring, Matt Cross, Fred Rosser. I was like, wait, what? Fred Rosser, like, I felt like there should have been a little more, you know, celebration and, 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 you know, stuff. And uh, so it was just kind of snuck in there, but it was definitely um, one of the treats of episode 22 for me uh, to see him in there. And then ultimately, you know, to see him win the match was, was really cool. Um, So, you know, I guess presumably we're getting Pope versus Fred Rosser, which I'm here for. Yeah, I think, man, the thing is, is like, uh, it's tough. I mean, they're, they're, here's the beauty part for me, by the way. Uh, I got so many thoughts going through my head here, but one of them is, is that when people like move in and out of the NWA, we heard so many times, like, what are they going to do? Like, who, there's nobody left. Like, who are they even going to put on the show? Blah, blah, blah. We're like, there are so, there's so much talent in the world. Like, NWA will get some people. And if, yeah, if you've been paying attention to the indie scene, Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser, is one of the hottest, fastest rising stars. I mean, this guy's making waves in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. This guy's been on UWN, Primetime Live, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Like, this guy is everywhere doing his thing, and he is good. He is really, really good. And uh, I, I it, what a blast to see him right here in NWA power. This is where I would would love to see him shine even more. And the sky's the limit for that guy. Speaking of sky's the limit, Matt Cross, who uh, just, you know, just since the last time we saw him on NWA power, there was no official announcement. uh, So we were wondering who was returning, who was it, that sort of thing. Um, I was happy to see Matt Cross again because he feels he he's he's that guy, man. He's everything the NWA is about. He's 
just an old school style, like just a, you know, he's the smaller guy and he stands out in the NWA roster, by the way, because the NWA roster is full of a lot of meat and Matt, and Matt Cross is not the tallest man on the block. He's the, but he's like one of the only like cruiser light heavyweight style wrestlers that they've got. And y- you get that out of it. He's fast. And uh, so it's fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how he matches up with this talent in there. And, but he's also, he's a grizzled vet, man. He's like 22 years in the business. This guy knows the ins and outs of everything. And he's a workhorse. He's steadily uh, just constantly doing this. Like he's, he's the guy, like when you think of pro wrestlers and the legendary status of like what you think of, when you think of, the epicness of a pro wrestler. This is a guy who's running up and down the roads, trying to make dates, yeah. like trying to be, trying to make his name in the wrestling business. And he has a brand, by the way, it's called Wrestling Is Forever, and uh, that's one of his like catchphrases. Wrestling is forever, and so is Matt Cross. Uh, this guy, he he, he's the epitome of everything that you want when you think of the National Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought the mix of guys in this match was great. Like uh, there was kind of they covered a lot of bases with, uh, you know, Rockette being the 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 big, you know, behemoth guy. Fred Rosser being just the the powerful, you know, athletic guy. And then Matt Cross being the the scrappy, uh, you know, quote unquote underdog, if you're judging just by size. Um, But I thought the match itself was great. And, um, you know, Fred Rosser pinned Matt Cross. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously, we hope that's not all we see of Matt Cross at, at power, but um, it, it's, you know, it it was a good match, and I thought it was a great way. And we say it all the time, I'm not a huge fan of triple threat matches. Um, I do like them when there's stakes like this, where it's like, it's a number one contenders thing, and it's kind of every man for himself and um, and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I thought the match ended cleanly and um, it was a great way to showcase all three of these guys and introduce the NWA fam to, to who we got. Uh, Matt Cross always reminded me of action. Mike Jackson, again, in everything Gary, you said hundred percent, this is the, the, the quintessential journeyman. He's been there. He's been to every pro. He's also very, very giddy about wrestling too. Like when we got a chance to spend a couple minutes with him. You could tell that he's tired, that he's he's put in years, lots of uh, service to the industry, lots of blood, sweat, and tears, but he loves it, man. He bleeds it, and that wrestling is forever moniker is is his heart and soul. I'm going to always cheer for a guy like Matt Cross, and he's a little guy. He is. I mean, he's he's shorter than I am, and I mean, he's shorter than Gary. Gary's only like four foot two, and so when you see him, you know, but he but but he parlays he parlays. His, his gifts and his what he has into a really remarkable ring presence. He can get around. He can move. He can fly. He's very fast, very skilled, very technical. But, you know, Fred Rosser and Rocket, too. Rocket's a big dude, man. This is a guy that, that the sky's the limit for, you know. But Rosser, man, is just, gosh, he looks like a million bucks busting at the same with talent. And uh, I want to see a lot more of all these guys. Yeah, we definitely don't want to skip over Marche Rocket. Uh, I was not familiar with him. I'll be honest with you. I know he's worked with Billy 
uh, or William Patrick Corgan for quite a bit, like up in Chicago during his indie run there during TNA's time or Impact's time. And uh, so Marche's got experience with William Patrick Corgan. I think that's why he gets the opportunity here probably. And you can see why. I mean, the guy is very athletic and not a tiny man at all. I know I'm only four foot nine, but this guy, like he was like four of me. <laughs> like stacked on each other. No, he was he was a he was a big boy. We got to spend some time with him as well, and he's just uh, it's it's amazing how athletic he is for the size of him. So, uh, really like Marche Rocket and his potential uh, for what he could do in the NWA as well. But like you said, Will uh, Cross goes for a shooting star press. It misses as he gets up. Rosser hits that gut check, gut check, gets the one two three, and yeah, we're gonna be seeing Rosser versus Pope very soon, or so it seems. Uh, May Valentine's in the and back. I, oh, one, one thing, one thing I gotta say, man. Um, I, and I wish, I hope somebody back there is listening. A, a, a guy that I'd love to see match up with Matt Cross is someone we've talked about from time to time. I know some of that tried and true community, guys like uh, Tom Latimer and uh, Danny Deals, and some of those guys that live and work and move in Middle Tennessee. Nick Aldis. There's a guy there named Alex Taylor that we've talked about before. And I'm so high on this guy. I think he's one of the best guys out there. I would love to – watching this match, and, well, Gary, we were talking about it. I'd love to see – and it, like you, Will, I'm not into three-way matches, but then if you could add one more man to it, one more man to that match, throw Alex Taylor in that mix. I'd love to see him get in there and get uh, and busted up with, with Matt Cross, man. That'd be a, a dream match. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, what are we here for if not to pitch ideas to the NWA for people they could use? Speaking of a new guy they've been using lately that we're familiar with, and you were familiar with if you were watching Primetime Live with us, uh, United Wrestling Network, May Valentine's in the back with Slice Boogie. And boy, that guy, Slice Boogie is thicker than a mug. Like, he looks good, man, and he looks bad. And he is, he cuts a nice little promo here. And, uh, I love, I love just the, he, he made his debut at back for the attack, got the W, he's collected Ws, and uh, that's what he does. He's a Mets fan. We can't hold that against him, but he's Yes, uh, we can. Yeah. I, I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, Gary's not a baseball fan. Proved it right there. Yeah, I know. You he, can't come bad. into Atlanta, man. You cannot come into Atlanta and wear that nappy Mets uh, logo. You can't do that. I mean, it's, that's, that's it's sacrilege. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't care how anyway, likely it is. I ain't cheer, cheering for nobody who supports base, the Mets. Baseball aside, can you just appreciate the promo that Slice Boogie cut here? And he's ready for anybody. He ain't afraid of nobody. When May Valentine asked him who he's got his eyes on, he said he don't even care. He ain't scared of anybody except – if I got my eyes on anybody, it's May Valentine right now. So what you doing later? What's up? <laughs> and, uh, she, she casually she casually turns him down, and he's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> that was, that yeah. was, yeah. All right. He's like, "I know you'll be watching. That's fine." But yeah, <laughs> I no, love it, that. It was, it, it was a great promo. I I think for me that was the first time I've ever heard him speak. You know, we we've, we've seen him on primetime. He hasn't had a lot of promo time. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he might have cut one of those green screen promos on Primetime Live, and I, and I just don't remember it. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a solid first impression from uh, a mic standpoint um, for me. Um, 
I, you know, I, I think he fits in nicely to the mix with um, the group of, of people that we've seen so far in NWA. And, um, you know, he did come out with a win at the pay-per-view. So obviously he's riding high right now. So it'll be interesting to see who's next, who, who actually does have their eye on him, who answers the challenge, you know, who's it going to be? I mean, the guy's got the talent, no, no doubt about it. We, like I said, he's no stranger to us. Uh, he looks good. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, man, I can't get over, I can't get over that, that, that blue and, and red, man. I don't know. I, I guess I, I, maybe I need to get over myself because, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm Listen, looking at the chat room right now. Apparently, I just don't appreciate the, uh, the weight that your, uh, baseball allegiance carries because there's a lot of Braves fans. There's even Listen, Yankees fans who are like, nah, come on, man. You there's, there's, the here's what you got to understand, Gary. There's several teams out there that I'm not going to say universally hated because they have fans, but there's some teams out there that are, are really divisive. I would say the Mets, the Yankees, um, who else, Rob, maybe the Dodgers, um, just, you know, teams I mean, I that respect are, the yeah. Yeah. I mean, I respect the Dodgers too, but you know, typically it's like either you're a fan or you hate them. Um, and the Mets are just one of those teams. And as a Braves fan in the NL East, I, I can't I can't I can't get behind any other NL East team. I just can't. I, I can't. Right. I don't like any of them if they're not Atlanta. But um, but yeah, I, I, I too am this, a little though. clouded by that. Yeah, I will say this though. I I don't like that he's coming out with that Mets logo, but I like the fact that, that there's a baseball illusion there because I've already. I mean, you've heard me before. I think that there's kind of like this ethereal connection between baseball, wrestling, and rock and roll. Billy Corgan epitomizes that. A rock god loves the Chicago Cubs. He's often seen in a Cubs hat. And, of course, he is the president and owner of, of the NWA. So I can appreciate him respecting the Mets. And we talked about it. Don't get me wrong. We, we had a conversation about the Mets. Slice Boogie and I did, you know, just about what, you know, because the Mets are stacked this year. But, gosh, man, it just it's like it's, it's like an unnecessary distraction. Now, you come out there and I just cannot. I don't care how good a guy you are. You're wearing Mets stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as he stays a heel, I'm good because I feel like I can, like, justifiably, you know, pull against him. But if they try to do, you know, try to try to turn him into some kind of good guy I'm supposed to like, I'm, I'm going to struggle with that. But we will take a second to thank everybody who's here with us right now. We appreciate all of you. We know as we roll on, we're we're a little over an hour. We Listen, we haven't all three got a chance to hang out and go live with all of you guys in forever, so we're having a good time. We're going to keep powering through the power of you. Uh, hey. I like that. Oh, God. Yeah. And hey, I don't I don't think we mentioned this earlier, but if you're, if you're thinking about jumping ship right now, don't do it because we do have a huge announcement, something that is going to excite everyone here, I can promise you. Um, so stick around. We'll get to that at the end. So there's your incentive. Stick around for the rest. Absolutely. We're almost Stay there, guys. We're almost there. Oh, man, we know we know. there's lots of wrestling going on, but you can have us on. You can listen to us. It'll be fine. You, you enjoy yourself. Uh, speaking of which, I just want to mention really quick, I mean, this maybe this is the worst time to do, uh, is that we also have a brand new sponsor we want to thank right off the bat here, and that's Collar and Elbow. If you guys aren't familiar with Collar and Elbow brand, we mentioned Wrestling is Forever with Matt Cross. Collar and Elbow is another brand that, uh, you know, you, you probably know best uh, recently for the Shad Gaspard shirt that they put out. Uh, it's an amazing shirt that, like, all the proceeds went straight to the family. 
of Shad Gaspard. And uh, these guys have been kind enough to also be a sponsor on the show. And we are grateful uh, to them. So uh, if you go to their website, they've got a lot of cool stuff, a lot of things you'll be into. And uh, that's collarandelbowbrand.com. You know, Al Snow, Al Snow runs things over there. And uh, Collar and Elbow has been kind enough to grant us here in the hashtag NWA fam, hashtag wrestle fam, the uh, option that if you use code gravy at the checkout, you get 10% off of anything in the store. So check out collar and elbow. Those guys are awesome. They've been great. They hooked us up over in Grimsley, Tennessee. They were awesome there. Um, We got a lot of Enzo stuff. (laughs) and uh he's a he's a big advocate for collar and elbow as well and uh so anyway just wanted to give a shout out to collar and elbow brand use code gravy they like gravy cake just like all of us i'm not even sure where gravy cake even came from anymore but here we are and uh gravy is your code go over to collar and elbow brand.com and check those guys out all right if we move along here mike paro is back and he's got poor Jordan Clearwater. I mean, this is a fun match, but damn it, Jordan. He's got the golden boy, but this luck is not playing out so far in the NWA. Jordan Clearwater, if you don't know Jordan Clearwater, there's so much potential behind Jordan Clearwater. He's just got a good look. He's a, he's a kid, man. He's young, but he has just got like the build, the athleticism. He's got everything it takes. And uh, But now, well, you're in the big leagues, dog. Yeah, out here. I mean, you've been on UWN. He's been dominating over there. He was the uh, heritage champion over there, if I'm not mistaken. He's done some. Uh, he's done some stuff. Clearwater's the man. But uh, here he comes to the NWA, and he got uh, matched right up with Mike Perro, and uh, whew, he gets spiked by him with a vicious, like split legged, like pile driver type move. I, I'm not sure if yeah. there's a name for that. And I apologize if I don't know it, but uh, God, it looked brutal. And uh, Pero is back and he's back with a vengeance. The last time we saw Pero was at NWA 70. I mean, aside from the independent scene and Pero was in that hunt for the national title. And I got a feeling they alluded to this on commentary, Arrow's back for vengeance because he was in that national title hunt. He didn't get pinned. He wasn't the guy that got eliminated. And uh, somehow he just disappeared. But now he's made it. He's finally on power. And he looks like he is ready to to whip somebody. (laughs) He is uh, is a big, bad hoss of a man. Yes. Uh, Big Van Paro. That's all I could keep thinking. You know, put a little strap mask on him and you got you got a vader uh a vader comparison for sure all day but yeah that i mean you know it's it's another uh jordan clearwater and and alex gracia could could probably go out for drinks after the show and just lament about the the draw that they got uh for power episode 22 because that's just unfortunate and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy jordan clearwater is is you know, one of the nicest guys that I got to meet um, when I was out there on Sunday, just super nice guy, very talented, tons of skill, tons of potential. You said it, Gary, he's young. He's got a bright future ahead of him. Uh, it just was not his night. That was not the match to to try to come out on top. And um, But, yeah, I mean, Mike Perro, if, if he is looking for vengeance, uh, whoever he directs that towards needs to to lay low because that's a scary dude. 
Yeah, I think we already knew that Perro was bad. You know that he was he was a big deal. Uh, Jordan Clearwater is somebody that man, gosh, I got every time I see him, I get enthused because I think I mean he gives the, he he looks like somebody. He reminds me a lot of like a Ricky Stark or somebody like that. I mean, this is a guy that's just busting at the seams again with talent. Looks great, man. Good look, young, um, idealistic. Knows that the world's in front of them, but along the way, you know, uh, down life's road, and especially in the life of pro wrestling, man, he's going to have to run into a paro from time to time, and and uh, you know, there's going to be some butt whoopings and stuff. Uh, but but you know, uh, nothing away from Jordan Clearwater, but but Pero is just a beast, man. He's a big man, Pero. <laughs> Look, dude, the thing about the NWA is that I love is. You know, we've we've talked constantly about the revolving door of talent, not in a bad way, but like just that it's a uh, meta uh, brand, as Rob always puts it, as Doc says. Um, and I say all that to say that this is a brand that, like, a lot of people are going to come and go and test the water, see what they got. Anybody who steps on the stage at GPB Studios on NWA Power is a good athlete. They are a good pro wrestler that's what you guys signed up for that's what you look for the national wrestling alliance to do you want to see the best of the best you want to see the independent talent that's out there you want to see those people and uh and and so jordan clearwater taking an l here it doesn't it doesn't mean his career is over it just means that he ran up against the big dude he wasn't ready for at the time i think but clearwater he's got a bright future ahead of him for sure. Yeah. The brightest future. He's, he's going to be a star, man. It's go, It's golden. Oh, I like what you did there. Sorry, I was trying to quiet down my dog over here. Well, speaking of uh, great. Yeah. You can call him Rob. Yeah. Quiet down my dog, Rob. Uh, oh, your oh, you're real dog. Okay. Never yeah, the real dog was barking while I was Dang, talking. Rob, I'm trying to run a professional podcast here, and my, and my dogs won't shut up. Anyway, my dogs, man, my dogs. Anyway. All right, let's move on. Jordan Clearwater. Yeah. Chat blowing up about Jordan Clearwater. Thank you guys. Yeah, he is. He is amazing. And I promise you backstage. Fantastic guy. Like just, just excited. We, we walked up on him. uh, Side note, just after some of the tapings for the pay-per-view and the dude was just sitting up in the, the rafter area, I guess, is the only way I could think of to say it, but like just a higher, like second level. And uh, it was just him by himself, just sitting there looking down at the stage. And I think I forgot to get a shot at that. And I should have, I should have just snuck a picture because it was just like, no, it, it, it was a great, it was a great, it just, I don't know, it would have captured everything. The guy is young, he knows. He knows what's in front of him, but he also was another one of those guys that, he, although young, he he knew what this contained, what this was about. He was just watching the ring, just like looking down on it. And uh, so Jordan Clearwater, man, he he appreciates the yeah. what what he's the opportunity he's been handed here. Yeah, he was up there studying, man. He was studying. He was he was. Um, you know, when you walk through people like front row and polka dot Pam and, and, uh, you know, everybody that's been inside the studio, when you walk in there, they, we're just fans, man. We're not paying our dues in the ring. We're not 
putting our bodies on the line. We're just enjoying what they do for us. When we walk in, we feel the weight of history. Think of what they feel. Think of what Jordan Clearwater, this young kid, is sharing a ring with guys like Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch and Tim Storm and the ring that represents the ring that was, you know, hallowed by guys like Dusty and Ricky Steamboat and Jack Briscoe, Dory Funk, Harley, all those, Nikita, you know. So it's a big deal for us. You know it's a big deal for him. And he was. He was up there. He was studying. You know, he was sitting there going through things in his mind, studying the lay of the land, taking in things, watching, learning. And and that's why he's going to be great. We saw him wrestle Nick Aldis in an exhibition match at Shockwave uh, uh, back that's a few right. months yeah. ago. And he looked like, man, there were points where I was like, wait a second. Is, Jer- is Clearwater about to beat Aldis? I mean, he looked like a million. He came primed and ready for, for the champ. And the sky's the limit for him. It just so happens that on this day, you know, uh, he ran into Mike Perro, and that happens. And But like you said, Gary, this is not the end of the road for Clearwater. I promise you, you will see him often and, and going to be pleased with this guy. Oh, that's it, man. I mean, he ran up against Perro, who's a hoss of a man, who's also been doing this for a long time, and he's been up and down the road, and he also recognizes what's at stake. And so that's what happens, man. That's what pro wrestling is all about. You get a couple of people in the ring who really need to have a victory and you see what happens. And so I, I, I just love that appreciation for the history there. Uh, so another person that we always on this show will forever, no matter what appreciate and respect is Thunder Rosa. And she comes out to the podium and she gets interviewed by Kyle, and she's talking about still being in the hunt for the Burke, the legendary NWA Women's World Championship. And uh, it's a little weird moment, though, because Melina comes out, and she's very sad. She's saying that she wants to be there for Thunder Rosa. She's sorry the way things have gone and that sort of thing. And Thunder Rosa recognized that uh, Melita paved the way for folks like her, people that look like her, Latinas. And uh, so she she has that respect for her, but Melita's over here offering like a management opportunity or just being in the corner, advice, this sort of thing. And Thunder Rosa has very much an attitude of like, okay, but I've already done this. I'm already doing it now, and I'm on my own, and I don't need help. So with all due respect, I don't need you. So very interesting interaction between Thunder and Melina here. Any thoughts on that, Will? Uh, I mean, I I was kind of um, taken aback with the offer from Melina myself. I think, you know, it's it's a charitable thing to come out there and do that uh, and to offer your experience and and your your mentorship, your managerial skills. Um, But, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta stand with Thunder Rosa on this one. She doesn't need it. <laughs> I mean, she, and if, and if you think she needs it, you hadn't been watching for the past year because she went on a destruction tour. She launched a promotion and she brought several of the women. We didn't even mention this, but uh, at the beginning of the show, they, they actually mentioned that some of the talent was, was sponsored by Thunder Rosa. So she's responsible for elevating these other women. And so, you know, while while it was a nice sentiment, uh, I understand Thunder's, um, you know, not agreeing to needing a manager because she doesn't. 
she has created what she has right now. She has put herself in the position in pro wrestling that she's in. Um, and, you know, it was awkward for sure to sit and, and watch that. But I think we were all thinking like, mm, she doesn't, she doesn't really need that. I think she's doing, she's doing all right. I mean, yeah, she just lost to Camille, but Camille's a beast and she said it herself. Sometimes you have bad days and, uh, you know, she has not taken her eyes off of the Burke. And uh, so she seems to still be laser focused. And I, I, obviously none of us are counting her out. But if you're listening to us and you counted her out, you're wrong. Um, so, yeah. Not so fast, Will. <laughs> really? <laughs> Look, okay. this, this is not this is not a matter of does she need the help? She doesn't need the help, but she will benefit from the help. I think, you know, I mean. People like Nick Aldis don't need to surround themselves with other great athletes like Camille and Tom uh, Latimer, but they obviously benefit from it. And I think, you know, Melina was nurturing uh, Thunder Rosa during the first iterations of power. And uh, she guided her to the championship. And I think that, uh, you know, she should, she should, I mean, Thunder Rosa has done a, a lot and she is La Mara Mara. She is one of the top names in the world. She's only been in the business for what, seven years, seven, eight years, something like that. I mean, right. there's a wealth of knowledge and experience that Melina brings to the table. And uh, so I would say, humble yourself, you know, humble yourself and, and, uh, and accept the, the mentorship and the guidance that Melina has to offer because you can't go wrong with it. Well, that is an interesting take from the doctor, but he is a doctor. So, I mean, I don't know, I guess, uh, We'll, we'll find out uh, as time goes along. Thunder Rosa seems uninterested right now, but I have a feeling it's not the last time that Melina is going to be uh, interested in the career of Thunder Rosa. So we'll we'll see what comes out of it. But uh, all right, an interesting take from the doc here. I mean, you, you watch the other episodes of Power, I'm assuming, so I can see why there's some distrust. But all right. Well, let's move into the final match, the main event of the show. As we uh, wrap up this whole thing, the Power Episode 22, NWA is back, and we've got a six-man champions match. Everybody's in this one. You got Pope, the TV champion, teaming up with Aaron Stevens and Kratos, the tag team champions of the world, versus Strictly Business, that includes Nick Aldis, who is the world's heavyweight champion, and Tom Latimer, who is just a, a badass. That's why he's there. And who is going to join them? Well, it turns out they brought in Chris Adonis. Chris Adonis is teaming with Strictly Business here. And I just got to... Well, let's start off here. Like when, when Chris Adonis walked out, Will, as a person who had not seen this already... What are your what are your immediate thoughts on Chris Adonis teaming up with Strictly Business here? Well, I mean, to be honest, I just immediately pictured him in a track jacket. Uh, I think it fits like a glove. Uh, if you're going to talk about adding uh, a fourth member to the team, he's got the look. He's got the attitude. Uh, he's got what Gary, you and I would call arrogance and what Rob would call confidence. Um, so mm -hmm. that's that's that was my first thought. Um, was definitely intrigued to see, you know, especially based on the promo earlier in the night. They did allude to Trevor Murdoch uh, being not medically able to compete. That's why he was not in the champions match. Um, and so 
that's where Adonis had to step in. Uh, the reason that Trevor Murdoch is not medically able to compete. So uh, interesting twist there, you know, strictly business. Nick says it all the time. They are about the business. What makes the most business sense? You really can't argue with the fact that with a guy like Adonis, it, it doesn't make good business sense to uh, bring him into the fold and, uh, and, and, and utilize him, especially in a situation like this. Man, well, oh, I don't, I don't get the answer. Well, I mean, you, you were there. I just wanted to get a, a Will's initial gut reaction. Let me do this, just because, because we do have to speed along. I'm going to say it's a great match, lots of back and forth. Adonis does look pretty good. I agreed. I think Rob did too as we were watching this, and uh, just to, just so we can round out the show, Kratos hits a blind tag on Pope in the middle of the match. Kratos goes to get a chair. Steven stops him. Kratos gets rolled up by Adonis, who grabs the tights, gets the one, two, three, and this match is over. Strictly business, and Chris Adonis win the whole thing, and there is turmoil with Kratos and Aaron Stevens as they're arguing back and forth about why Stevens stopped him from using the chair and Kratos is pissed off and Aaron Stevens is pissed off and you got to get left with the Aaron Stevens handing Kratos one half of the NWA world tag team champions saying both of us own this. So let's just get our heads in the game. And they, that's how the episode ends. So Rob, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier, but I just wanted to go ahead and let's lay out all of the stuff here and uh, let's uh, Chris Adonis, Kratos, and Stevens. Like, where where's your head out here after this match? I'm this right here, and of course, I don't know if this means that Chris Adonis is now officially strictly business or whatnot. But I'm gonna tell you, and this is no disrespect on somebody like Royce Isaacs at all. Nothing but respect for him. This is an upgrade. This guy fits the part. He is a big guy, and and you know. Strictly business is full of big athletic people, five-star world-class athletes. He fits the part. He looks the part, man. And exactly what Will said, this guy put him in a jacket. Give the man his jacket. He looked great. I am I, I'm, I'm bewildered by the Kratos uh, Aaron Stevens tension. It's obvious there what's going on. And I'm like, these guys are not – there's definitely a uh, a disconnect. They're not on the same page. And it seems like – for the first time in a long, long time, and obviously it has to do with a lot of things that have gone on in our personal lives uh, surrounding uh, Joseph Hudson and all that. But we, we, Aaron Stevens now seems to have a a a a laser focus on business, on belts, on championships, on on performing as a pro athlete and doing it the right way. And uh, Kratos doesn't seem to be on that same page. So I, they really need to go back. They need to sit down and talk and, and iron out their philosophy because, guys, they're the world tag team champions. That's as high as you can get in that division. You know what I mean? And I, they, they, most, they may have individual title pursuits outside of this, but you guys have the – you're at the top of the pecking order. And to stay there at the level of talent that you're going to find in the NWA, especially when you're going up against strictly business – you cannot have a disconnect like you did, like we saw play out there. So I expect after this, they went backstage and 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 uh, Aaron set Kratos down or, or put him in the corner and talked and said, look, guys, if, 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 if we intend on keeping these trophies, the most prestigious trophies in this particular promotion in the world, 
we have got to be on the same page. And what just happened tonight can't happen again. We're going to go out there. We're going to do things. And we're going to do things the right way. So it was uh, very fascinating to see that that disconnect. Will, as a tag team guy, I mean, how are you feeling about that? Uh, like as far as the Kratos Stevens angle? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I think it's obvious to all of us, as Rob said, what's going on. I mean, you, you do have to put into focus uh, what Aaron Stevens has gone through, both personally and professionally. He's days off of uh, a world title match against Nick Aldis that he, uh, he fought valiantly in, uh, but came up short, as we all know. Um, followed by a really touching tribute to um, Joseph Hudson. And so emotionally drained, uh, obviously, as as we all are. Um, and so I think he's rethinking a lot of things. And I think that's obvious to all of us. I mean, the Aaron Stevens that we saw team up with Kratos at UWN Primetime Live to win those titles was not the same Aaron Stevens we saw on Power Episode 22. Uh, so there's definitely been a change and evolution of some sort, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, I, I obviously hope that we start to see some more tag teams. Uh, this was just the first episode, so obviously they can't do it all in an episode, you know, one of the return. Um, but I hope we start to see some more tag teams, and I hope that becomes more of a focal point. And you're right, Rob, if, if they're going to stay in in this coveted position as, as a tag team, they're going to have to get on the same page because you can't hold those belts and have a disconnect like that. That's a very good point. Well, uh, that rounds up the NWA Power Review. We've got a few minutes here. We're going to hang out. You've got something you want to bring up in the chat. We'll give you – we've got five or six minutes here, I think, where we can bring that up. And also as we get into our big announcement. Uh, so just a couple of thoughts from the chat here. James Lawrence saying, Kratos wants to destroy Stevens' soul-searching different trajectories. Uh, yeah. I can't help but agree with I that. Think, I think he's right. Yeah, I think, I think he's right there. Their 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 mentalities and their their it seems almost like their objectives are different, you know. But these are tag team championships. You are there, you know. If you're going to make a name in the tag team, you know, in that division, you're there. You've got it, you know. Now there's nothing left to earn when it comes to there, unless it is just to destroy. And if Kratos just wants to destroy, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Stevens is not there, man. Stevens is is. He's, you know, like you said, he's 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 having a, a change of heart. He's doing a lot of soul searching. He, you put it great there, James Lawrence. And uh, if they want to keep these belts, man, with the the level of talent that's going to come through this company, you cannot have daylight between the two of you guys. You got to get it together. And I believe in you. I want to see you succeed, especially Aaron Stevens. So get on the same page. You know, let's uh, let, let's do this right and and just just be on the same page. Jedi Warrior saying Kratos is a beast that should be used as such. So that's uh I don't I don't think he knows how to do anything else. So I don't think we have to worry about Kratos uh not being a beast. It's just can he and, and Stevens coexist at this point. Front row likes that Aaron wears his competition gi top to honor question mark, but still wrestles a more serious style. It is uh there there's a definite I think he would he call it feel a that. Karate, a karate suit. suit. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it said. That's how it's pronounced in Mongrovian. <laughs> good job, good, good point, though, Forge. I love that gi. That gi is nice, man. I mean, it's like we saw it up close, and it's like nicely embroidered. The stitching on there is tight. It's it's really it really looks good. 
Fortson wants uh, Stinson to go ahead and admit that he's a heel. <laughs> oh God! Rob doesn't God. believe Rob but, doesn't believe in in faces and heels, so he'll never admit that. But I would say he's probably definitely uh, this. This is too much of a compliment, but he's probably the Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, of the bearded trio. So <laughs> <laughs> probably too much of a compliment, com- Rob. <laughs> Nah, man, it's, I'm not a heel. I'm not, you know, I'm not a baby or a heel. There are no babies or heels. These are human interest stories, you know, and I just call it like I see it, man. You know, I like Aaron Stevens a lot. He's one of my favorites. The same token, I like Nick Aldis. I think he's the best in the world at what he does. So I just call it like I see it. Phil Talk Sports, we haven't had any updates for us on 10 Pounds of Gold, but I'm sure they're still working that stuff out. I know that they care about their YouTube channel and they – what stuff to happen on there, which I guess is, makes a perfect opportunity for us to make our big announcement we've been promising. So we appreciate you joining us over here uh, on our YouTube channel, watching the uh, This is the NWA podcast, and uh, or the This is Pro Wrestling podcast, talk about the NWA. And we started this thing out many, well, like two, two years ago or so, talking many about this. Many years ago. Yeah, many years ago. Right before Crockett Cup, I know that in 2019. So at least before all that. And uh, one of the big things that was always a dream would have been to actually do something along with the NWA. And we can officially say on this show tonight that starting next week, the official post show for NWA Power will be the three of us, but it won't be here will be over on the NWA YouTube channel. So you have to go over there. If you're not already subscribed, we are so excited, and we're grateful to every single one of you who showed support and valued us enough that the NWA even noticed, and they brought us on to their official YouTube channel. We are going to run the official Power Post Show over there each Tuesday night at 7.05. We're going live to talk to you about the Power episode you just watched so i hope that all of you will join us over there we'll find other stuff to do over here we'll still keep talking about wrestling the history of wrestling things still gonna go we're excited to be th- for this community the hashtag nwa fan the hashtag wrestle fan over here just uh thank you guys so much seriously we, we're grateful to each and every one of you and i hope that you'll come join us over there on the nwa youtube channel if you're not already subscribed do it with yourself it's not just us they're, they're going to be putting out so much great content. It's not all going to be on Fight TV. They are well aware of what that YouTube means. And so uh, they they want to make it as engaging as they can for the fans. I'm telling you, like I said at the top of the show, these people care about pro wrestling and they want you to love it as much as they do. And they want to do a good job for you. And so that's what all of this is. They're bringing us over to help with that, to engage with you guys, the fans, and to do a post show and to talk about the NWA and NWA power and everything about it. I'm rambling. Will, Rob, any thoughts to offer about this amazing announcement? Yeah, man. I mean, this is a literal dream come true. I mean, we'd be lying if we said, uh, you know, when Rob and I, jumped onto this this ship with Gary that it wasn't always in the back of our minds, you know, to to partner with the NWA in some kind of official capacity. We're just fans. We're like you guys. We're huge fans of professional wrestling and specifically the NWA. And a lot of you guys have 
joined alongside of us for the past year during this pause and, you know, basically stood up and said, you know what, we're sticking around. We're not giving up. We are NWA for life. And the, the fact that they have chosen to uh, pull us in um, to help, you know, pull a lot of the fans and, and you guys in the NWA fam over to that official post show is because the NWA cares about their fans. They care deeply about their fans. Um, and that's what we are. We're just three fans that happen to have a YouTube channel that you guys come and chat with. And so that's, that's what it is. So this is as much you guys as it is us. Um, and you know, you guys are the core of this. Um, and as this thing grows, you know, we want to continue to interact with all you guys. Um, and you know, we'll still do our streams and stuff like Gary mentioned. Um, but we will be doing that, uh, official post show over there. So I'm over the moon about it. I, I couldn't be more excited. Um, I just love talking about wrestling and I love being a fan of the NWA and to be able to do that, um, with, with the backing of the actual company um, is, is a humbling thing for me. It, it's truly an honor. Yeah, I mean, you guys know my story. You've heard it a million times. Uh, I'm NWA ride or die until I die. Uh, I love this company. Uh, I'm glad that they recognize us. But, when, but, but more than love it, I respect them because they, they treat this sport the, the one true sport, by the way, they treat this sport with such dignity and respect, and they treat the fans with respect. They appeal to a, 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 a you know very deliberate and very engaged and intelligent audience and, audience and fan base. And the, those men and women back there running the show, putting this product out, respect wrestling more than anybody, and they are just as big of fans as us, so – when they see this community and what it's done, they are like-minded because they're the same way. They feel the same way about it. They, you know, I mean, Billy Trask and, and Patrick Kelly and William Patrick Corgan, when they're back there, they're getting chills watching this product, you know? And, uh, and it's just, so we're so humbled uh, to, to, to do something in tandem with this great historic promotion, the one true sport, the greatest promotion in the history of the world. Um, and again, uh, we couldn't have done it without you guys. And we was going to continue to, to work it, continue to hustle and continue to bring you the best possible content we can do to elevate this great brand and this great company. Trust us when we say, we know we would not have an opportunity to like this, like this, if not for you guys, the hashtag NWA fam. So thank you for being here with us. And thank you for being in the chat tonight as we ran through NWA power. And uh, it was good to get back on here and to settle in and like, just hang out with you guys and have a conversation. And uh, it just, we, we love you guys. Like we mean that. And, uh, and, and Dave Scooby's got it right here. No other wrestling company would do this for their fans. Hashtag NWA exactly. fam. And uh, these guys care. They're doing it at a ground level. Uh, they're they're wanting to build something special here, and you all are making that happen. And we're going to all do it together. And nothing else is changing. It's just that we're all going to do it over on their YouTube channel starting next week. Now, you can still follow us. Subscribe here. We would love to have you subscribe. If you're new here and you've never seen us before, we'll still be putting up stuff. And uh, so we appreciate your subscribes and likes. We still got the shop, the nwafam.com slash shop store over there. You can still join our Discord. It's a pinned tweet on our Twitter account. All of that stuff is still 
ready to go. Uh, like we're, we're still going to be doing stuff, but next week, starting on Tuesday night at seven Oh five, we're going to be bringing you the official power post show. And we're announcing that here because you guys are the core and we want you guys to join us over there. And uh, just let's, let's help bring this brand back. They've been out of action for a little while. Let's show people what they've been missing. Let's it's, I, we were there, dude. I promise you, it's only going to get better from here. There's big stuff coming, and it's going to be exciting. NWA Power's back, baby, and I could not be more stoked about it because everything that you guys have coming for you on Fight TV, if you haven't subscribed already, you got to get on there. The NWA is where you want to be for professional wrestling, real pro wrestling. That's All right. right. Well, for yeah, unless you guys have something else, I'm at this is Gary Horde. That's at this is Will Martin. That's at This Is Dr. Stinson. We made it easy for you. And uh, you can find the show at TIPW Show on all of the social media stuff. We appreciate you, TIPWShow.com, all of that stuff. Thank you so much for being here. And as always, until next week, enjoy.